Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this month's edition of Under the Elks podcast, where once a month we get together and discuss everything that's going on under the Elks, uh, the Elks Theater and Performing Arts Center. And today we have some wonderful guests to discuss a super important event coming up in June. And they are to my left, uh, Marty Reed, who is the in daytime life. Uh, Prescott Unified School District Assistant Superintendent, and <laughs> yes. Jim Wren to her left, who is the parish manager for the Sacred Heart Parish Church. Yes, that's and correct. That's correct. Excellent. And both are members of the Granite Mountain Interagency Hotshot Crew Learning and Tribute Center. Yes, that's where they are. And <laughs> we're going to be talking all about an event that's coming up uh, June 18th, 19th, and 20th. And uh, why don't, Marty, you start off, just tell them a little bit about yourself, tell the people out there, and how you got involved, uh, how long you've been involved, and what your operations are there. Okay. Well, my name is Marty Reed, and, and like Stephen said, I am the Assistant Superintendent of Prescott Unified. I've been in Prescott for 21 years. My father is a Prescott native and, and uh, grew up here. And let's see, the Granite Mountain Interagency Hotshot Crew Learning and Tribute Center formed uh, a little over a year ago. And they, the center is designed to honor the guys. To it, we have all the fence items that were left on the Station 7 tribute fence, so we display those items. And lastly, a part of our mission is to be a learning center about wildland fire prevention and firefighting. And as an educator, I was asked to join the board shortly after it formed. And my role is, is an educator on the board as well as whatever else gets thrown my way. Jim, uh, for the people that are maybe new to the area and don't have a sense of what the center is all about, uh, maybe you could explain a little bit of the history to them as well as you go through your introduction. Sure. Uh, so my uh, beginnings with this organization were back on June 29, 2013, when I was visiting Prescott from New England, and my life was saved by Prescott fire and a heat stroke incident when I was lost on a hike. And uh, in order to get me out of the Dells, they had to tell me something to distract me, and they told me about this group of hotshots that was going to be sent to Yarnell that day. Um, and of course, the next day, the tragedy happened, and we lost 19 of the 20 uh, hotshots on June 30th, 2013. And so I dedicated myself from that point on, knowing that I was meant to be in Prescott for some reason. Um, and it took five years to determine exactly what. And in, during that time frame, I did three ride-alongs with Prescott Fire Department, met a lot of the fire personnel here in town. And uh, five years later, got a calling to come work for the church. So uh, I came and worked for the church. I moved here in July of 2018. And two days after I moved here, I went down to the center and said, how do I volunteer? Became a volunteer docent. And then a couple months ago, was uh, humbled to be asked to join the board, where I am the secretary of the board. So uh, as Marty said, uh, the center was formed. It opened almost a year ago on June 29, 2018. Um, and its purpose, Marty said, is, is a dual purpose. We have the artifacts from the fence at Station 7. Uh, we are in the process of moving out a lot more of the artifacts because there are way more artifacts than we have room at our current location at the Gateway Mall. 
Uh, and so we're in the process of bringing all of the shirts out because one of the number one questions we get by visitors is, where's the shirt I left or where's the shirt from my hometown? Okay, very good. Uh, you both mentioned the fence. Uh, Marty, tell us about the fence a little bit. What is the fence and what does it mean? That's a good question because we do have a lot of people who visit the center who didn't live in Prescott when the tragedy happened. And um, those of you that lived here know that, that after the men were killed out on the Yarnell Hill, uh, there's a fence around their Station 7, which is on 6th Street. And people began leaving mementos and memorabilia on the fence. And if you're related to firefighting, you know that t-shirts are a big deal in the firefighting world. And so t-shirts from around the world were being left on the fence, teddy bears, uh, poetry, crosses, homemade um, art, things that were made in honor of the guys. And, and, and in just a few days, the entire fence was completely covered you would see 19 shovels left there, or 19 pairs of boots, or 19 little uh, fire engines. And all of those items were collected and cataloged by the city of Prescott. And we are in partnership with the city of Prescott. The city of Prescott owns those items, but the center uh, has permission to display them. And the display right now at the center is called the Shirts Off Their Backs and it really highlights many of the t-shirts that were left there. And if, if a shirt isn't displayed, someone can come in if they can't find it on display. We have pictures of the, all the um, fence panels before it was taken down. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes we can find that shirt in that picture. Mm -hmm. And then from that, we can go locate it in our back room for them. Perfect, perfect. And uh, Jim, uh what else is in the center and also tell people where it is exactly yeah the center is located in the gateway mall uh, on the dillard side of the mall uh, we are currently staffed entirely by volunteers so we are open friday saturdays and sundays fridays and saturdays from 10 to 4 and on sundays from uh, 11 to 4 uh, and as marty said besides shirts there were a lot of other things left at the center things made by children uh, there are and one of my favorite things is a little Bob the Builder doll that somebody drew a, a goatee on in memory of one of the hot shots. Uh, a lot of toy fire trucks were left there. There's a large full-size cross that was actually carried by someone along the fence during that time, and people wrote messages all over that cross that is also displayed at the center. We have a quilt that was made from some of the t-shirts that dis that's displayed at the center. And then each hot shot has a kiosk uh, that's made with fencing. Um, in tribute to the fence at Station 7, and their photo is displayed and a little bit about them, some quotes about some people that knew them and worked with them, um, and then also part of our display is education on wildland fires, how they happen, how to prevent them, and we have Smokey Bear also present <laughs> at the center. Yep, he watches over us. Excellent, excellent. And what was the genesis for the center being made for everybody to go and visit? Was it, was it just a public outcry? Was it somebody's brainchild to bring all this together? How did it all happen? Do you know that story? Or? I'm gonna let you start okay. and I can add. <laughs> it, it really came from uh, the public knowledge that Station 7 was being sold. The city was selling the station. And a couple community members wrote a, a letter to the editor 
saying, you know, could we save that station for a tribute center for the guys? And unfortunately, you know, I don't know all of the politics of why the station had to be sold, but they, the station was sold. Um, however, the city listened to that and said, well, let's do create a tribute center. Let's, let's figure this out. So those community members um, that wrote that letter were called in and Chief Dennis Light really was a part of helping to create this board and create a way to um, display the fence items as well as honor the guys. And from there, other folks that are involved uh, with the hotshots or the firefighting community, and like, like I said, I got asked to be part of it as an educator. So, so some board members were recruited to, that have in their heart, you know, the 19, and then also who would be interested in um, creating the center. And Excellent. the board acted very quickly. We got a lot done, and um, in just a few months, we were able to open the center last June 29th for the five-year anniversary. Yeah, that is an important date that this June 29th is the now sixth anniversary of. The 30th is the, the anniversary of the tragedy, right. and we opened the day before, day before because a lot of things happen on the 30th, and so we didn't want to conflict with all those right. memorials. And right, excellent. And I'd just like to add to that that we're very grateful to our community leaders for their support of the center. Uh, Marty mentioned Chief Light has been very supportive of the center. Uh, Mayor Greg Mangarelli has been very supportive of the center. And we also had Governor Doug Ducey down to visit the center uh, a few months ago. So we're very grateful to have a lot of community support for the center. Excellent, excellent. When, uh, if, if I go to the center, uh, are there tours that I can take? Are there docents that will take me around? How does it all work? I can talk about that. Sure. Uh, so I, I volunteer as a docent at least once every weekend, almost. Um, and we don't have formal tours, and everybody that comes to the center really has a different purpose. Um, there are some people who choose to come and just walk around and take it in. Uh, a lot of people there are very emotional, and so and those people, we just let them walk around, and if they have questions, they can ask us. Other people come in, and they have immediate questions. Um, people... We have had almost 16,000 visitors in less than one year, uh, 46 states uh, and several countries represented in that. And some people don't know a lot about what happened, so they come in and they ask us a lot of factual questions. Um, and we never do any speculation. We never answer any speculative questions. We just help people. If we know the facts, we answer the questions. We help them find their shirt if they have a shirt there. Uh, so there's a lot of different reasons, but we usually don't have formalized tours um, it's just kind of more informal than that. And there's at least two docents there uh, to help answer questions. And if people want somebody to walk around them, we do do that at times. And you, people can contact the center for a special tour, especially if they have a group and they would like us. Um, we're often willing to open um, in our off hours and give a tour. So that's okay. available and they can contact us for that. Okay, how do they contact you if they have information? We'll repeat this at the end. We don't have a center phone number, um, but we do have an email address, which is info at gmihc19.org. And oftentimes we get contacted through that email. And the other way that they can uh, contact, if they do want to make a phone call, is they can call Prescott Fire and call the headquarters and they will 
they will connect them with us. Not 911. Not 911. No, this is not an emergency. <laughs> they can also visit our website, um, uh, gmihc.org, um, and look on our website. There's also a way to ask questions and uh, send an email through the website. So that would be another way. Or, of course, we'd welcome you to come in and visit the center and ask us about a tour in person. Yep. Are you still receiving donations? Are they still coming in? Yes, we have a donation box out and people are very generous like Jim said we are 100% operated by volunteers it's an all-volunteer board and we do need operating expenses we have had some minor fundraisers and we sell merchandise almost everyone who comes in wants a memento uh, like I said in the firefighting community t-shirts are a big deal so we we sell t-shirts and that helps helps us raise money to keep the center operating excellent Okay, thank you for the segue. So uh, <laughs> I appreciate that greatly. Let's talk about the event that's coming up in June. Uh, June 18th, 19th, and 20th at the Elks Theater and Performing Arts Center. What's going on? Well, this is our first major fundraiser, and the goal of this fundraiser is to raise money to begin acquiring our own permanent freestanding space. The, the mall has been very generous, and we have a very nice space in there, but it is too small for, for our vision. We really want to increase the learning portion. We want to be able to display more fence items. So we have a wonderful uh, fundraiser in partnership with the Elks Theater, who generous, gen, generously um, offered to help us with this fundraiser. And what's happening is the movie Only the Brave is being shown for the public on, on Tuesday the 18th, Wednesday the 19th, June 19th, and June 20th, Thursday, June 20th at 7 p.m. And the public can come watch that movie. It's, it's entrance fee is by donation of your choosing. Yes. And it's a, it's a wonderful movie. Many people have waited to watch the movie because it is very emotional. Um, but this would be an excellent venue to to watch it for the first time if, if folks haven't done that. Sure, I know, I know that uh, the theater manager and the assistant manager were personally involved with many of the people that uh, were involved, were, that passed away at the, uh, at the tragedy in Arnell. So there's a personal connection for yes. them there as well. Yes. I haven't, I've only lived in Prescott for three years, so I, would, I knew of the event, certainly from the people I had in contact with here, but I did not know uh, the extent of it. You know, yeah. You just, unless you lived here, you really don't get it. Yeah. You know, these yeah. these boys were in. Most of them were in our community for many years. Went to our schools and yeah. and many people were connected to them somehow. Yes, absolutely. So seven o'clock donation only. So that means uh, fifty cents gets you in. Twenty dollars gets you in. And for the public showings, the uh, donations will be split between the uh, learning center. Uh, for their fund and the Elks Theater and Performing Arts Center's community outreach programs, scholarship, music buying programs, music education, and such. Then on Wednesday, <laughs> the 19th, yes. there's a super special event by invitation only. Yes, on the 19th, we're having a, a special event, a private showing at 4 p.m. of the movie. And after the movie, uh, there's an event upstairs, and if you haven't been upstairs in the Elk Theater, it's a beautiful, mm -hmm. renovated space. It's just gorgeous. And upstairs will be a private event that will have food from El Gato Azul 
and Barry has promised that no one will leave hungry. <laughs> Lots of delicious food. We will have beer from Granite Mountain Brewery. We will have local wine from the Southwest Wine Center, which is the Yavapai College uh, program to make wine, and I hear it's very delicious. But the, the most exciting thing is we will have a panel of guest speakers who will be there to speak about the movie. And the panel is comprised of survivor, the sole survivor from the crew that day, Brendan McDonough. And in addition to Brendan will be Eric Marsh's father, John Marsh. And the movie producer, Mike Menchel, is coming into town. He, he was an amazing producer and worked very closely with the families and has a very good reputation with the families on how he handled the making of this movie. And we're excited that he wants to still be a part of, of our event. On top of that, we have former Hotshot alum, Pat McCarty, who also was an advisor on the movie. He helped during the shooting of the movie to teach the actors how to be a Hotshot. <laughs> and then also, we're very lucky to have Dwayne Steinbrink, who was the first crew chief uh, for the Hotshots before they were Hotshots. And uh, he is a character featured in the movie. And those five panelists will be there to answer questions about the movie itself. And lastly, if you purchase a ticket for this event, it's pretty exciting. We have a limited edition challenge coin that will be included with the purchase of the, the ticket. And uh, challenge coins are another one of those things that firefighters, you know, there's a whole story about what a challenge coin is. And um, so anyway, it's, it's a beautiful challenge coin that features a picture of the, of the crew. Excellent, excellent, yeah. excellent. And Jim, is there anything else going on there that you'd like to add in? Just want to mention there, there's also going to be music provided by Rusty Pistols Reloaded. And uh, if you are interested in buying a ticket to this event, you can go uh, to our website. There are tickets available on uh, the website. Uh, we hope you'll support it. We think it'll be an exciting night. There'll also be silent auction items available. I believe there will be at least one uh, personal belonging of one of the hotshots, and there will be a lot of, lot of other items uh, to bid on. So. How, how much is uh, the tickets to attend all of these um, special, special events? So it's, it's starting with the private showing of the movie all the way through dinner and the panel. It's a, it's a fee of $219, and everyone knows where the 19 came from. Um, but that's a good five hours of entertainment that includes delicious food, music, wine, beer, and a, a touching movie. So it's a, I think it's a bargain for, for what they're going to get out of this uh, event. And, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but 100% of the price goes to the Learning and Tribute Center. Uh, that, there's, that no, is, there's no cost to defray. Everybody is volunteering everything. That is correct. Uh, I, I can't believe the generosity of this community, but everything has been donated. And so all of the money will go towards our goal of of purchasing a freestanding permanent um, center that we can honor the guys. Excellent. Yep. Excellent. I also wanted to add that uh, our volunteers who work at yes. the center will also be present that night uh, and we will be selling items from the center so those will also be available and again that's all staffed uh, on all three nights by the volunteers we have at the center so they're they're very generous people as well. And that will be at the movies themselves correct? Yes at all three 
public showings as well as the one private showing will be selling merchandise, including not only the challenge limited edition challenge coin, but a limited edition 4th of July hotshot shirt. Um, wow. That's pretty exciting. I hope to see it all over downtown at the parade, everyone wearing that shirt. Will we get a preview? Uh, yes, up yes, hopefully soon. The design is almost final. Excellent. And what else will be for sale there that people might be interested in? Uh, we have a lot of different shirts at the center. From I'm wearing one. Uh, this is a hoodie that we sell at the center. We have a couple different designs. Um, we have our own design for the center, and we also we also uh, sell Prescott Firefighter Charities items that have a little bit of a different design. So there'll be all kinds of um, different shirts, a couple sweatshirts, mostly T-shirts, stickers, um, stickers, um, patches, patches, uh, pins, mm -hmm. um, and the challenge coins. Yep. The challenge coins, which will go fast. Excellent. We didn't order very many of those. So if you want a challenge going, yep. show up early. Show yes. Up. <laughs> really. Absolutely. Okay. So at the, once the, the movie's over, everybody who's at the private event shuffles upstairs at the Perform Elks Performing Arts Center. Um, just, to, just to finish off about the, the movie a little bit, there'll be some special displays there. Oh, Yes, good point. We are bringing some of the fence panels from the center to kind of um, explain and give folks an idea of what, what we have on display at the center, mm -hmm. as well as um, Karen Norris, who is the mother of Scott Norris, one of the firefighters that perished. Uh, she is letting us display the movie prop uniform that the actor who portrayed Scott wore. Um, the, the, the movie producers were very generous in that they gave many of the prop items to the families. And so we will have some movie props there, particularly the um, iconic yellow and green wildland firefighter uniform that was actually worn in the movie. Wow. Yeah, we, call, we affectionately call him Digger. <laughs> so uh, that will be there and if you go to the private event we will have the Wildland Academy quilt on display which is a very special item and you'll have an opportunity to be photographed by that quilt in addition the panelists have a, agreed to after uh, the Q&A session to be available for autographs and photos so those that want to stay there for that um, there's that opportunity as well. Excellent, excellent. So, and once once everybody's done, can you go through the timeline of the Wednesday event? Uh, when people should arrive, those that have uh, purchased the tickets and moving upstairs to how things are gonna be arranged there? Yes, so we ask that um, you check in by 3.30. We'll be outside checking folks in. The movie will start at four. Uh, it's about a two-hour and 15-minute movie. So then after the movie, there will be a little introduction before the movie and a little outro after the movie, and then folks can begin to wander upstairs. Food and beverages will be out at that time, and silent auction items will be available to look at. Speaking about those silent auction items, we do have some very special items. One is a movie po the movie poster the iconic movie poster that will be signed by all the panelists and framed. And that's generously been donated by Mr. Marsh, John Marsh. We also have some one-of-a-kind hotshot handcrafted items 
And as Jim mentioned, we, we will have a, a gun owned by one of the hotshots that's been donated for auction. And, uh, oh, and the usual fun stuff like, you know, restaurant certificates and bottles of wine and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Excellent. So then um, after that, around 7.45, the, the panel will speak. Okay. And if somebody wanted, uh, Jim, to get a question in, how is that going to be done? Well, the questions uh, will be written out and they will be reviewed by probably our MC or maybe even a group of people. Um, and then the questions that are approved will be passed on to the panel to answer the questions. Okay, will this be done ahead of time? If people wanted to say submit a question, could they go to your website and say, hey, here's something, I won't be going, but this is something I always wanted to know about the movie. We, we will email the attendees ahead of time okay. and uh, ask that if they have questions, they can submit those and then it'll give us a chance to kind of vet them. We mm -hmm. want to be respectful of the panel mm -hmm. that's there, and so we, we want the questions related primarily about the movie and yes. not the tragedy itself. Right. It's, it's still a very emotional topic, and um, it, it's going, you know, the questions will be kind of looked over and structured. Yep, perfect, perfect. Um, just to recap, the movie will be shown four separate times on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, 18th, 19th, and 20th of June at 7 p.m., and that's an open to the public viewing of the movie, so I encourage everybody to come on down. The theater itself holds about 500 people, give or take, so that's pretty much all we're gonna be able to let in. That's why we're doing it three times, because we expect that there'll be a lot of people wanting to see the movie, many who haven't, and many just want to come down uh, and see it again. And then on the Wednesday, there is the four o'clock showing of the movie, so arrive at about 3.30, and then the after party, so to speak, yes. the event uh, at, uh, at the Elks Performing Arts Center in the Crystal Ballroom on the third floor. And that's where you'll be involved in the panel, the silent auction, the free food, beer and wine, and everything else that's been so graciously donated by everybody around town. And it, it is a, a very intimate venue, and so tickets are limited. Right. So we really recommend, we don't know if we'll have any tickets available on that day. We anticipate selling out before that. So you can go on to our website, gmihc19.org and kind of scroll down on the homepage, it's, it's about halfway down, or you can go directly to the site um, to purchase it, and that's a, a bit.ly backslash gmhic19. So you can get there either way. And if that's confusing, you can always call the Elks Theater and they'll walk you through it. Yep, and the link is available on its Facebook, post, the Elks Theaters and Performing Arts Center's Facebook posts and its uh, website as well. So you can just click the link, it'll take you directly to the page uh, on the Learning Center's website that will allow you to, to purchase the tickets. And there are only 90 tickets available for the after movie event on Wednesday. So uh, they've been up for sale for a few days now, about a week, I think. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so they are already selling. So every day that ticks by, the more and more disappears. So if you're earnest about going, you know, don't wait. Don't wait. Don't wait. <laughs> Absolutely don't wait. And if you really want to support the cause but won't be able to make it to the movie for previous, for previous uh, uh, responsibilities, you can always go to the uh, GM, 
IHC19.org website where you can donate uh, directly to them. There's a button uh, in the header that you could just click and donate directly there. You could also, I suppose, walk in the door and, um, and hand over a check. And yes, yes. That should be made out to... It can be made out to... I, I want to tell the, the viewers what GMIHC stands for. Sure, please. It stands for Granite Mountain Interagency Hotshot Crew. And we were very adamant about staying with that name because it's to be an interagency crew is a very special thing. So GMIHC is what that stands for. And yes, you could make it out to GMIHC Learning and Tribute Center. Excellent. And if they wanted to mail something? Uh, you would mail it to Prescott Fire Department. Prescott Fire Department? Mm -hmm. And I don't know 1700 that 1700 Iron Springs Road. Oh, okay. <laughs> 86305, I believe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Excellent. Very good. And uh, also, if uh, you're in downtown and you want to drop something off at the Elks Theater and Performing Arts Center, you're more than welcome to do that. We will happily forward everything we receive over to... Uh, Marty and her group and Jim and make sure it gets where it's supposed to go. Uh, the theater is open Tuesday through uh, Friday for tours 10 to 2 and uh, we are in the uh, office on the second floor of the Performing Arts Center usually Monday through Friday from about 8 in the morning till we leave. And I, I can't <laughs> thank the Elks Theater enough for, for this opportunity. I mean you have been so easy to work with and your ideas, you know, you, you, you have these fabulous ideas and just keep, you know, encouraging us to grow this and, and it's been really exciting and we're just really appreciative of this partnership. You're very much welcome and we are thrilled to be part of it with you. It, was, it wasn't one of those that, well, should we, should we, should we, should we? It was, uh, okay, how, how are we gonna jump and get this done? You know, and uh, we're happy that it's all coming to, to happen and it looks like it's gonna be very successful. I know it will be. I do too. Yeah, so. Um, I'd like to change tax a little bit and as we move to a little, just a few moments about the Elks Theater events in June and kind of talk about what's going on there for if you're looking to see a show or a movie or hear a band, uh, this is what's going on at the Elks Theater in June. Uh, on May 31st, uh, there is a group, uh, or actually a man, uh, Carvin Jones, he is a blues guitarist, a classic blues guitarist, rock icon, he'll be playing there. Uh, on June 1st, uh, we have a live musical show, uh, One Stage Family Theater at 3 and 7 p.m. on June 1st, uh, High School Musical 2. Oh, nice. Uh, we'll be playing there. Uh, <laughs> tickets are only $12, and obviously support, they support local theater groups, so come on out and support your local people, uh, as you would for the uh, Learning Center as well. Uh, on June 8th, Paperback Writer, Beatles Tribute, always sells out, so get your tickets early. It's a great show. Uh, Good Rockin', A Salute to Sun Records, uh, June 15th. Uh, June 21st, the Mile High Comedy Theater Improv and Stand-Up Comedy. They're a local group, and we had them at the uh, Performing Arts Center on the Crystal Hall a couple weeks ago. They were doing an improv, improv seminar. I haven't laughed that hard in <laughs> so long and so much. They were great. And uh, so they're doing a live show of improv theater in the theater, actually, oh, this wow. time. So 
Uh, tickets are on sale now on the Elks Theater website, uh, so go there. And of course, on June 22nd, uh, Chicago Experience, which is a Chicago tribute. Um, and of course, tickets are all on sale at the PrescottElksTheater.com. And then there's movies this month. Uh, this coming Wednesday, the 29th, we have Coco, which is a relatively new movie, came out a couple of years ago. Uh, never seen it, so I can't talk about it. Uh, June 5th is Wall-E, which is uh, supposed to be a wonderful science fiction fantasy animation piece uh, that I've heard nothing but good things about. Uh, June 12th, Christopher Robin, if you're familiar with who he is or was, and, and uh, you get to meet Winnie the Pooh as well. Wow. Mm. And, and in the movie, not in the movie. <laughs> um, then, of course, the 18th, 19th, and 20th, Only the Brave. That's the big event. And, uh, of course, all the movies are donation only, uh, so anything gets you in the door, and, you know, you get to see a great show, 7 o'clock on Wednesdays, except for... Except for our show, which is Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. There you go. Excellent. And um, then at the Elks Performing Arts Center, upstairs in the Crystal Hall generally, on the third floor, uh, June 5th, we have uh, our first annual Red Cross Blood Drive. And we are looking to have everybody come down and donate some of this stuff uh, to help well, us out. A, that's a fancy nice. place for a blood drive. <laughs> it is. That, it that'll is. be very pleasant. It'll be very Beautiful pleasant. View. Everybody will be calm and cool. <laughs> They'll be able go. to stare <laughs> up at the tin stamp sailing yeah, and, you know, yeah. as, they, as they donate their blood. And we're hoping for a great turnout. It is June 5th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. So if you want to make a reservation for time, you can just go to our website and click on the link on the event. And there's a link for the Red Cross, and you'll be able to put a uh, reservation in there. And if you just want to show up at the door, uh, you might have to wait a few minutes. Hopefully, you'll have to wait a few minutes, because we want a lot of people showing up. And uh, you know, donate some blood and have some fun. You and have cookies. some juice. Usually, juice, they always juice have cookies juice. and things, too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's happening. And then June 10th, we have our monthly uh, Top of the Elks Jazz Dance event uh, featuring the band One Kitty Gone, which looks very exciting. They're a new band that we haven't had before, so hopefully everybody will come out for that. Uh, tickets are $35 per person, and they include uh, food from All You Can Eat Until It's Gone, El Gato Azul <laughs> uh, is our cash beer and wine bar, and of course, two dance lessons, uh, that'll be um, from um, that'll be going on there too and free and well included in the price and then of course there's also one more uh, you know the, the the band itself playing dance music and a great dance floor to to go to uh, and then on June twelfth uh, we have in conjunction with uh, the folk sessions here in town, uh, Tom Angostino, we have uh, the T-Sisters, which are three uh, blood brother sisters, and they are just wonderful harmonies and folk music. Uh, it's indie music. It's really great. I've uh, listened to some of, the, some of what they have, and there's some available on the website. And uh, tickets are only $25 and are also sell on sale now. On the website, you can uh, there on webs on sale at thefolksessions.com forward slash T Sisters. Uh, so great there. Um, so, and uh, just wanted to thank our two guests 
Thank you. Yeah, thank uh, for you. For taking the opportunity to come out here and talk about what it is that's going on and about the Learning Center. It's been uh, an education for me, which I didn't know. <laughs> Lots of things I didn't know. Um, but I'd, before we close up, I uh, would like to uh, just mention that this is Memorial Day weekend. So if you're out and about this weekend, remember, take a veteran when you meet one and take a few minutes from your barbecue and your and your whatever it is you're doing this weekend to remember those who gave us the opportunity to be here and uh, celebrate this cause and many others. Okay. Um, we are good to go. We'd like to thank you all for coming. I'd like to thank uh, Lynn at Prescott e News for providing the forum for us. Thank you, and, Lynn. And uh, our next Under the Elk podcast will be on 628. So tune in then. Thank you so much for listening.